Welcome, baseball fans. It is time once again for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined by Coach Jordan Bounds here in the jubilant Super Bowl-bound city of Atlanta, Georgia. Coach, let's give some love to the Falcons right now to kick off the show. How great was that game yesterday? It was a great game, particularly considering that they play in the dismal District 5 that <laughs> is so crime-infested. Oh, yeah. Uh, no opportunities for anyone to succeed. Right, right. Yeah, we're a suppressed race here in the District 5, but we had an uprising yesterday. There you go. But yeah, I mean, seriously, though, rise up to the Falcons. You know, Atlanta has a very palpable, tortured sports history. Were it not for the 90s glory years of the Braves, I mean, what do you have to hang your hat on? So really happy for the city. Loved hearing sports radio this morning. Everyone sounded like... They just scored a date with the head cheerleader to the prom and they're, you know, the uh, the the four eyes in the science club. But anyway, you got a Super Bowl prediction. Oh, I don't want to make one yet. All right. And I don't want to jinx anything here. Yeah, it's time to just enjoy this right. for, for the next two weeks. It's nice that the Falcons will be on the center stage for the first time since 1998. So. It, it will. Had the Falcons been playing anybody else? people would have maybe resented their presence. But True. playing uh, New England, they'll actually have people pulling for them because they're playing New England. Right, absolutely. I, I feel the same. And you know what? It's like there's no more perfect a sports movie villain than the New England Patriots. Right. And, and so for the, for, the, for the Falcons, this is like the perfect culmination of, you know, the Mighty Ducks, the underdog story and whatnot. And, and you know the commissioner will be pulling for the Falcons. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, he's welcome on the bandwagon. And that's a kind of a silver lining. Should they not reach the summit, won't it be kind of fun to see Goodell have to hand the trophy over to the Patriots? Yes, it will, but I would rather see him hanging oh, over to absolutely. Arthur. Do you think Arthur Blank will dance on the stage if they win the Super Bowl? I hope not. Yeah, props to him for not doing it on the stage during the broadcast yesterday when they gave him the trophy. So. And where they asked him to do it. Yeah, good to not pander to uh, John Fricky on, uh, and Dukes and Bell. They all mentioned that this morning, too. So congratulations to the Falcons in Brotherhood Rise Up. All right, so today for the baseball, we are doing part two of our Faces of MLB 2017, and we'll do the National League today we did the american league last week check that podcast out on soundcloud and itunes if you haven't heard it already um but out of the box you know the baseball community had another tragic loss uh yesterday with uh Jordano ventura and and, and uh, marte andy marte uh, car crash in the dominican i have not seen two any, separate car crashes two separate car yeah. crashes in the dominican i have not seen any further details about the nature of the crashes themselves, but what was your immediate reaction to hearing this news? The uh, my immediate reaction was to think of Jose Fernandez, right? You know, but, absolutely. Uh, and as a teacher, I recognize. I mean, it was a sad truth that out of. I mean, it, I, I taught, as you know, in an affluent neighborhood, and uh, but. About one out of every thousand kids died a year. You know, I mean, percentage-wise, you know, and a, a good many of them by car wrecks. Right. I was there uh, for a couple couple years when I was at Riverwood at high school. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's a sad truth. Uh, and uh, it, baseball had major, or you know, 
players in the major leagues, they're about half of that number. Uh, and True. So you would think that percentage-wise there would be so many. I, you know, I hate to make, make it sound so cold and calculated, uh, but you know, they, we have to kind of get used to this. You well, know? you have an understanding of the greater order of things. Well, I mean, you know, it, this is going to happen, but— right. You know, I it's mean, it's always sad when it does, and we always think, you know, that it's. Uh, we look at children at Scottish Rite and everything; they're, they're tragic. We, you know, I mean, uh, the younger someone is, the more tragic it seems. And so, when a twenty-three-year-old, twenty-five-year-old uh, ball player dies who has a family and everything, it's, it's tragic. Well, yeah, and it's you know, it's the old adage that they're in the public, uh, the the public spectrum and so we we feel a connection like Marte was the heir apparent to Chipper for a few years when he was in our system and never panned out but in Ventura I mean you know he was another one of these fiery Latin players of just like Fernandez who seemed to be the you know the 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 flag bearers of this impassioned youth movement in baseball um so it's just tough to see to see that happen and you know, of course, our respects to their families, and they will be missed. I mean, Ventura was quite the attraction when he pitched, and so. the I'm sure you've heard, but the unusual circumstance with this is that Marte's last at bat in the major leagues was against Ventura. Right. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. Fate has a sense of irony, it would seem. All right. Well, um, hopefully this will be the last time we'll we'll talk about this. But as you just said, you can never tell. So anyway, we are happy to be here and alive every single day. It's a gift. So now let's talk faces of baseball, Uh, the National League. There wasn't as much uh, debate for this one. It seemed like the answers were a little more concise and maybe easy to come by. So I, I thought so. So going first to third. The faces of the National League in 2017, and uh, much like last week, we will give one all-time for the franchise and then the one current. So let's start in the National League East, and let's start right here in the city of champions, the Atlanta Braves. Um, the all-time face of the franchise is... That's Hank Aaron. Yeah, Hammer and Hank, for sure. Uh, I, I mean, you could make an argument if you're just talking about Atlanta, you know, and not his career in Milwaukee, that... It could be Chipper, or it could be the big three put together, you know. Uh, or Bobby and Sherholtz. Yeah, uh, but it's Hank Aaron. Well, let me ask you. I mean, I have they, Hank Aaron. They've played on Hank Aaron Drive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, that fence where 715 went out is going to stay there no matter what, no matter right. what takes the, the right. real estate space. Um, let me ask you this. In time, you know, with – the way revisionist history seems to work and his generations kind of grow up, will it be chipper given that he was a Southern kid? He's the only player I believe to play his entire career with the Braves franchise. I think that's true too. In uh, the entire well, hundred mean, plus uh, somebody, years. Well, no, no, no. Somebody who's played X amount of years. There've been people well, that sure. came up and played four games with the Braves and that was it. Right. Yeah. Uh, We're not going <laughs> to, you know, with apologies to Odeby McDowell. So, Oh, uh, to be played Texas. Uh, oh, that's true. A couple of teams, uh, but I—I uh, I, I think it could be somebody else. I don't know if it could be Chipper in that regards. Uh, Hank Aaron will be remembered for a very long time. <laughs> sure, but I don't think there would be uh, the best player in baseball for twenty years was Honus Wagner, and I don't think you think of him as the all-time pirate. 
uh, the I do have an argument for that, though. Well, oh, oh yeah, okay. I mean, he's certainly in that, you know. He, right. He, he's their all-time greatest player, you know. Most valuable uh, baseball card, too. That's saying something. But, I mean, I, I so I I don't see Hank Karen being dethroned anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, you know, he has stayed so visible within the franchise. Chipper's already kind of gone. <laughs> he was like a, a, a special instructional coach at spring training, and a lot of players like to go hunt on his ranch, and that's yeah. about the extent of it. So we'll see. But, yeah, all right. And so for current, say it with me now, Freddie 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 Freeman. However, I – I think the whole organization would like to see it be Captain Dan at the end of the year. Uh, that, yeah, which, I mean, are you suggesting a trade by saying that? Or? Oh, no, no, no. I think uh, they would like to think that Dan Swanson becomes good enough to kind of dethrone Freddie. Sure. And I think Freddie would like that too. Yeah. Uh, I, I <laughs> wonder doesn't... if Freddie playing for Team Canada will hurt him at all. I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. And maybe it'll give him even more of a leadership role if he, you know, has a good WBC. There you, you know. Go. So, um, yeah, and props to Freddie. But yeah, with Captain Dan, since he's from the South, played at Vanderbilt, Braves, Braves fan growing up, he's like he's the next chipper, true chipper type. So, all right, let me we'll ask see. you this. However, we're just talking the Atlanta Braves here. Uh, what about Milwaukee and Boston? Yeah, that's true. Um, I didn't give as much thought. If you go Milwaukee, it's still Hank Aaron. I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, although Warren Spahn, and uh, actually it might have been Eddie Matthews more than uh, Hank Aaron. Yeah. Uh, but um, the uh, talk about Boston then, just in Boston. Just in Boston, it's the uh, um, the kid, Kid Nichols. <laughs> the, uh, I, I don't know if – he might even be apocryphal. I mean, that's, you know, the 1880s and such. Uh, well, he's my pick. So. Uh, a good pick. Uh, I, but, you know, and I don't know who, Rabbit Moranville. Uh, Babe Ruth there at the end. Well, uh, wasn't there quite long enough. Johnny Sane, Warren Spawn could have been. Could be. You could have been Spawn or Elliot, you know. Uh, yeah, but. But really, um, when you think Boston Braves, you think Kid Nichols. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, so moving right along, uh, and I don't have these in any particular order, but you failed with the alphabetical order last. <laughs> I know that didn't work out so well. We can try that, but that's all right. All right. Uh, let's go to the New York Mets. Um, all time. Who do you have for Tom all Seaver. But can't you make a, a good case now for Piazza? No, no. He wasn't there long enough. That's true, and he started with the Dodgers. Fair I enough. Mean, you know, there was a real question as to what hat he would wear in the Hall of Fame. That's true. Now, mind you, I have Seaver as well. Yeah, I had his glove growing up, like his version of the the Rawlings glove. Okay. So I knew of Tom Seaver from a young age, um, and he's one of the greatest pitchers of all time. You said something last week uh, that, as how long they are in front you know that some people have continued to be in front of the public in uh for certain organizations Seaver was the announcer for a long time well that's true i'd forgotten that but yeah that that's uh that's a good case for him um i'll throw out some other potentials i mean you know if you took the pulse of new york mets fans today do you think they would say Seaver as well yes safe to assume but could it have been stingle well, no, I, I and I have single written down as well. For the first six years, he's their face. Right. I mean, you know, uh, that ineptitude. Uh, 
the uh, I, I think you could make an argument for David Wright, you know, and then you have the bad boy Mets, you know. The '86 was, team as a whole could have. Could, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah Gooden and uh, Strawberry are the faces of that team. Hernandez but, as well. Yeah, uh, but the uh, I, it's Tom Seaver. Yeah, he's Tom terrific. He, they were the worst <laughs> team in baseball, and they he is the Miracle Mets. You know, absolutely. They and five starting players for the Mets, the Miracle Mets today. <laughs> Tom Seaver and four other guys. Yeah, right. Um, all right, and currently now, see, I I would still make an argument for David Wright as the current face of the franchise. Um, it's really to me changed hands quite a bit the last two and three years. It was Matt Harvey for a minute, but it's got to be Thor, right? Yeah, well, that's who I have. Uh, yeah, a pitcher, mind you. Yeah. Uh, Which I, we, we think is rare to to be is, anointed the face of a franchise. Mets, Two pitchers, yeah. The Mets, it is the appropriate thing. It looked like for a while DeGrom was taking over, you know. But, right. Uh, and really, most popular Met last year was Bartolo. Uh, <laughs> that's the, true. I mean, uh, the... He could be the current face of the Braves. <laughs> I know, I know. He's he's definitely a uh, a face to he's be reckoned a, with. He's got so. a large face. <laughs> he has a large <laughs> face wherever he plays. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> here's another thought. Maybe the real face of the Mets is Tommy John. Oh, I don't want you. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> um, interesting to note that uh, the most pot, one of the most popular Mets of all time, if you take the pulse of New York, was uh, John Franco. Oh yes, yeah, I, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, so there's my opportunity to give love to John Franco. Think of him as a red, though, more than as a Met. Sure, but you know he always wore the orange shirt underneath yeah, and right. was always before he was a New Yorker. Too. He was a New Yorker, exactly. Yeah. So even before nine eleven. And God forgive me for saying it this way, made it cool to love the fire department of New York and the police department. He was like their right. champion for right, years. Right. So, um, all right, moving right along. The Philadelphia Phillies I have up next, rival to the Mets and us when they're good. Um, who's your all time for the Phillies? Schmidt. Yeah, Schmidt. But couldn't you make a good case for Kruk? Because he yeah. so fittingly embodied the dirt bags, which I think is how most people think of Philly sports fans. I, I think you could say Kruk for a few years. I think, however, it, the only person that gives Schmidt a, a run for his money and a significant run for his money is Richie Ashburn, who played a couple of decades for them uh, in his whole career. He is an announcer for them for like 900 years. Uh, That's a lot of years. Yeah, he... Uh, was in front of the Phillies longer than anybody. Schmidt remains very much uh, a face. Uh, yeah, you can't. They're deep past. You know, uh, Grover Cleveland Alexander for a couple of <laughs> years. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to find great Phillies. You know, Max yeah. Carey. You know, whatever. Yeah, that's true. But you know, Kruk has got to at least stand out. He's he's you know. If there's I think be it's a, shameful that you're yeah. mentioning John Kruk in the same voice as Mike Schmidt, who did play his whole career in Philadelphia. But I'm still and going Kruk, with Mike Schmidt, okay, mind well, you. I don't think you should even be mentioning John Kruk right now. <laughs> the dirt bags, though. What a Philly moment. I mean, I, I could have even said Lenny Dykstra, Dykstra. but that would, have been, that would have been horrible. All right, so currently, um, is it still Ryan Howard? I mean, <laughs> I guess he's no. gone now officially. Uh did I, they officially, you know, decline I, to offer him a, a new so. contract? Okay. 
Well, I mean, they fell off the cliff with all those stars from 2008. Um, is it, I mean, is it a milk carton with an empty face on it? Or maybe the face of the franchise is just a hard hat with an Eagle sticker on it or something? Oh, I don't know. It could be like Franco or it could be Herrera. I mean, they have... O- uh, Odubel Herrera, the uh, center fielder. probably their, their, their Dansby Swanson. Right, know. right. And, he's, and he plays with a lot of fire, too. Right. So, um, yeah, it remains to be seen with them. All right, so now the Miami Marlins. Uh, I think for all time, it's Jose. No. No? No, uh, no, no. You can't do somebody who's pitched a year and a half. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he was out with Tommy John's surgery after his first year and then comes well, back. Well, all right, but what a what years. a shooting star it is. So, you know? No, yeah, but that that's you just can't do that. I mean, now I realize that. Uh, well, who's your answer lot, then? Uh, I would say Giancarlo. For the all time, yes, they haven't had anybody else stay there more than three or four years. If you're gonna say John Carlos Stanton, you might as well default to like Jeff Conine, who was Mr. Marlin okay. for right. so well, long. Yeah, well, yeah, Conine should be in the argument just because he yeah. was there for a, you know a, a good long time. But <laughs> or the I mean, D train. I'm not. Yeah, well, I mean, I even <laughs> thought about him. Josh Johnson might have been <laughs> right. Uh, sure. I mean, he was there a long time and pretty successful. I, I I'm not gonna give it to Hanley. <laughs> or Ugla, or you know. <laughs> oh God, Ugla I mean, doesn't deserve to. It, he's already been mentioned, so the toothpaste is out of the tube. I, I That's mean, terrible. I'm just, I'm just saying that Giancarlo, just by you know, they they've had Edgar you know, Renteria. Well, not there. And Renteria <laughs> played for twenty teams. He's the Bobo Newsom of this generation. <laughs> I, I uh, I'm just giving it to Stan because I mean Sheffield had a great year. They're lighter pitch there. They you know they've had all Kevin kinds, Brown. Yeah, yeah, they've had all kinds of really good players have walked through the door and walked out. You know, <laughs> uh, give it to Fred McGriff. I'm okay with that, even though he didn't play there. <laughs> Here's a good one for you. What about Steve Bartman? Shouldn't that be the all-time face of the franchise? <laughs> I mean, it did bring him that championship in a certain way. Yeah. Um, I look, John Carlo is my uh is my current face of the franchise. That's no question now, you know, with the tragic loss of Fernandez. And, you know, he's there, but that candidacy is easy to be challenged. Oh, I I, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I mean, he's there by default. It's Yeah. But you know, I think the way that he's hit some really long home runs. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's true. He's, he's, he's got tremendous. Look, he's a good looking man. Yeah, and he went from what wasn't he going by Mike Stanton yeah, at first? Yeah, so he right. changed to Giancarlo. That's cool. That's yeah. that's keeping it keeping it one hundred. Um and then finally in the NL East, the Washington Nationals. All time, this is where I pencil in my Walter Johnson. So uh, yeah, Andre Dawson. <laughs> uh, Andre Dawson is an expo. Are are you gonna you're gonna take the expos into this? Yeah, well, I mean, because I think of it more as just baseball in D.C. When you talk about uh, no, I, the fact I, that D.C. has had such rich baseball history, the so. instructions were the all-time face of the franchise. You're right. You're right. Uh, and we were talking about Bob <laughs> Elliott and Boston, you know, for the Braves. I and mean, so, uh, yeah, Andre Dawson, true. I think, is. I mean, uh, and Montreal would be angry with us if we didn't give them the credit that they're due. So, oh, oh absolutely. But let me ask you this. If Montreal gets awarded a new franchise, you're not going to look at like that, that the Expos history gets tied to 
that franchise in any way? I don't think way? of Harmon Killebrew as being having any connection to the Washington Nationals. That's a good point. Um, so Andre Dawson, uh, w- would what case would you make for a current Washington National, like a Zimmerman? Zimmerman, Ryan Zimmerman would uh, only because he's been around for so long. You know, and uh, Dawson does leave, have an MVP. But I, when I think of those great years where uh, the Crow and the Rock and the Hawk all played together. Uh, <laughs> great you know, nicknames. Right. Uh, and Carter was there and everything. It was Dawson was a man. That's true. But, you know, uh, Gary Carter is... Uh, was a Met for a long time. He was a Met for an all, a long time. But he had a Mr. Mountie. That was his nickname. Bob Euchre gave that to him. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> so... And then couldn't you have said Vlad Guerrero in a certain sense or not all time? Okay, I get it. Yeah, okay. I get it. I get it. And you're right. The Hawk deserves love somewhere. Um, all right. So now a little more <laughs> a little more interesting or intriguing, perhaps. The current face of the franchise. It's gotta be Harbor. Great hair. Uh, he's what's is it a Lincoln commercial he's on now that's just Well, he just hit a walk off bomb and the kid missed it because he no, doesn't have T Mobile. But he's doing a, a commercial where he's posing now for some car company, uh, and it's—I have not it's seen It's iconic. This. Okay, uh, the—it's uh, one of those things where if you're to ask me their best player, I'm gonna say Scherzer. You know. Well, and, yeah, you know, and it'll be Scherzer in two years when Bryce is the <laughs> face of whatever team offers him the stars and the moon. Right. Um, and you know the thing about Harper too is that he. Are you going to factor character into face being the face of the franchise in any of the current players? Uh, Seems like character weighed heavily on who we chose for the American League. I, I think you do to a certain degree that the public likes uh, the uh, you know, has making a face uh, that they would like to be their face. Jason, that made no sense. Jason, yeah, the, the the public champions someone that they they want to believe is a good guy on top of being a great player. I think Jason Worth still has a a a shot at the uh, at the belt because he is the face that brought them legitimacy, as you've often right, right. Uh, uh, complimented him for. And on top of that, does Bryce Harper strike you as a leader? It seems like he's kind of in it for Bryce Harper ninety five percent of the time. Well, I, I don't think he's ever played on a team where there was anybody younger than him. <laughs> That's true. You know, I mean, give him a few years. Yeah, and, you know, where is his ring, by the way? Right. He keeps asking for it. All right, so now, moving on to the National League Central. Uh, we are going to go east to west, right? No, it's fine. All right, uh, since I got to choose the order of events in the east, why don't you give me your first team uh, in the Central? Cardinals. The Cardinals. Interesting choices here for the current face of the franchise, but who do you have all time? Stan Musial. Very good. I have Stan Musial as well. Um, I don't know how it could be anyone other, truthfully. They've had a lot of great faces, though. Oh, I mean, sure. Dizzy Dean, you know, yeah. back with the Gas House Gang and uh, the Gibson for a long time. The Go-Go uh, Cardinals of Whitey Herzog. You'd have to think Ozzie Smith was the leader of that. For well, so long. well uh, for the younger folk i mean you know the generations passing on to other generations is so rock solid though it's like you know a kid who's five years old probably would tell you it's stan usual uh, right in I, st louis so I, I think so but uh wizard of oz maybe for the for the younger generations um honestly i think though it's willie mcgee yeah, okay. when you really break it down or fernando Vina. that yeah. that seems to be um willie mcgee remains very popular 
Oh, he is. Yeah. Uh, when I was going to school there at Webster U, uh, my good friend Chris Easter said that uh, Willie McGee is drew one of the largest attendances for when they retired his number. Or it was maybe they haven't even retired yeah, it yet. I don't think they've retired. It so. was one of the 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 most impassioned movements. Like they created yeah. T-shirts and all these things. Yeah, M- McGee, a, a, a fan favorite to be sure. Um, Et. <laughs> <laughs> MVP. I he saw, won an MVP uh, while walking around the uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, the first time I went, I s- followed Willie McGee uh, when he was a pirate. I mean, I'm sorry, when he was a giant, and Will Clark was there. They were walking around the uh, the hall nice. the same time I was. Yeah. Did you ask him who was the toughest hitter he ever faced? No, no. They were having too good a time to. <laughs> you didn't want to interrupt know. their 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 good camaraderie. Right. Right. Fair enough. All right. So um, before choosing all time, or I'm sorry, current with the right. Cardinals, could you make a genuine argument for the sake of MLB for a branch Ricky or maybe even like Larusa for representing the Cardinal way? No, but I think you could make a real, real argument for Jack Buck. Yes. As yes, we are, indeed. You know, I mean, we got a if, couple of teams coming up that right, the right. announcer is key. But yeah, Jack Buck. Absolutely. All right, so currently, who do you got? Well, I think it's Wainwright, still. Uh, I don't know. Still? uh, No, well, I mean, uh, I don't think it'll be – I don't think Wainwright is going to be of significance in, like, another year or so. Uh, Molina, Yadier. um, It's been Yadi for years. He's been their best player for years. But I think Wainwright has been – like, when they've been in the playoffs and things, you you see – him his face in the series he's a handsome guy (laughs) he's uh i don't know i i think of wayne now i think by the end of the year it could be one i mean their best player right now is probably martinez wouldn't you say uh carlos martinez oh sure waka yeah uh the uh they're hoping alex reyes might be sure their new franchise but i i still think it's wainwright more than yadier it's definitely not Colton Wong. No, it's not. That's for sure. Um, I, again, you know, if you take the pulse of the city, uh, it's still Yachty. Yachty. Okay. You know, Yachty's their guy for 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 years now because he's been he's been the stalwart. You know, and yeah. in, in, in 2006, the Cardinals, yeah. however, today are, and this was something that Larusa did. They're a real faceless type of team. Yeah, I, I actually thought about Carpenter for a minute because I, I know, but... he kind of embodies Mr. Anybody. Right, right. Uh, I'll play first. Yeah. The, the, it, you know, we haven't really, really anointed a franchise with the philosophy, but the Cardinal way may be right, right. what's the current, you know, is the current face of the franchise that we just churn out, you know, heroes. But anyway. All right. So who do you got next? Cubs. The Cubs. Um all time, I've got Ernie Banks, but isn't that a little too like lovey dovey? Like, do you think of him as the greatest Cub that's ever played? His nickname is Mister Cub. <laughs> I don't see how it can be anybody but Ernie Banks. Well, I mean, you got Ryan Sandberg, you got Santo, you got a Billy Goat. Sandberg has domestic issues. You're talking about that's the, true. You know, I, I'm not going to let Sosa be the face. Oh no, uh, and, his face has changed right. <laughs> physically. Uh, yeah. You know what, Mordecai Brown, um, Tinker's the Evers the Chance. You know, I, no, it, it it's Ernie Banks. He's Mister Cub. <laughs> That's true. Let's play too. I mean, uh, really, we shouldn't be spending this much time on this no, one. I understand. I, this is, yeah. 
but what okay but two two true options you know that would be on the ballot harry carey and wrigley field is there any uh, franchise you can think of that is so synonymous with its stadium? Quite Red like, Sox. The Red Sox, sure. But is that is that more than the Cubs? Yeah, I think it's just as much. It's only that the Red Sox have had better players, you know. Yeah, but the Cubs is they play in Wrigleyville, you know. Yeah, the yeah. Red Sox don't play in Fenwayville. The uh, see they what play I'm in saying? The Fins. That's true. The area is the Fins. That, that's okay. Fine, you got me there. All right, so. Uh, a lot uh, d- with genuine uh, debate, but maybe not. So, who is the current face of this young Cub championship team? I think it's Bryant, but uh, it could no. go to Rizzo. It's Rizzo. I mean, I, I think both of them are. I think of them together. They're the corners. Uh, and I mean, as much as some people would like to say Madden is, I, it's I, I put Rizzo. I mean, Rizzo's been there longer, and he's right. Been the, uh, Bryant had the great year. I mean, but Bryant, uh, what's your image of the Cubs last year? What's the image when you think of the Cubs in 2017? What's your image? It's it's Rizzo dancing on the tarp, making a catch. Oh, really? No, to me, it's uh, Bryant fielding that last ground ball and just smiling from ear to ear before he's even got it because he knows they've won. But it's uh, Rizzo saying, I'm in a glass cage of emotion in game seven. <laughs> I'll, I'll say Rizzo has had better commercials. And they both had good yes, uh, but I, yeah, I think of them together. I, I really do. It's hard for me to put them together because Rizzo wrote out the last of the of the tank years, right? Right. And he, you know, he goes over to challenge the entire dugout of the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, that's your face. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's I, I your mean, leader. I, I'm not saying he's not, but I, I'm putting the two of them together. They both and have that may be cheap, you know, but. Yeah, it kind of bends the rules of the whole idea here. You got to well, pick one. But we've no, well, we've had. Uh, I know we've had a couple. Of the Astros, yeah, yeah, sure. Bagwell and Biggio. Yeah, yeah, and interesting that neither of us said Theo Epstein or Joe Madden with this. Well, I mentioned Madden. I, you know, he hadn't yeah. been there long enough. And Theo, I mean, yeah. th- Theo's got to get props for something. Yeah, but he's not the face. No, no, that's true. You know, an interesting thing. If you were to look at uh, the most famous generation. Uh, I mean, the, uh, the most famous people in the uh, in the arts in the last hundred years or so. I mean, who are who's the most famous modern writer, most influential of novels or yes? Uh, oof, I don't know. J.K. Rowling? No, no. Uh, it, it's Steinbeck. Uh, oh, sure. Uh, yeah, it, well. Who's the most famous director? Uh, I mean, most influential, most important. Well, I mean, that's a you're asking me that I question. Know, I know. Well, Spielberg is the first one that jumps out, but I would say a Stanley Kubrick, a right. Woody Allen, Kubrick, or the. Uh, I mean, Francis Kubrick, Ford Coppola. Stanley, you don't see these people; their faces aren't anywhere. The people yeah. that you don't see are the people that that remain in the dark that we don't know who they well, that's, are. That's yeah, that's true. Hitchcock, though, he was out front too. Yes, he but, he might have taken that director one. Um, he was directing when? When did he start? <laughs> well. It's in the, within the last hundred years. So. No, 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 no. He was uh, 19th century. He was making silent films. He made he made silent films before he made uh, talkies. Right, but you're talking about an influ- influential director that then also had a face in the uh, limelight, okay. Uh, okay. not uh, just behind the scenes. So well, that was my point in all times, of that. I think Kubrick is, but uh, okay. Yes, all right, and we're going to bail out of this right now. Yes. <laughs> okay, who do you have uh, for your for your next team in the NL Central? Uh, the Pirates. Yeah, the Pirates. Okay, um, I was going there as well. Um, 
so all time, it, it's got to be Clemente. I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, you and know, you you. My cardiologist is from Pittsburgh, and he's uh, his all time favorite player is Clemente. You talk people, right. Clemente still remains uh, a favorite of so many people, not just myself. Yeah, you go. We went to spring training last year and uh, went to uh, Bradenton, yeah. w- where the uh, where the Pirates play. Um, it was cold that day, um, and uh, in case you were wondering, <laughs> um, and a lot of Clemente jerseys. Oh yeah, yeah. They they were you know outnumbered uh, any other classic player, and and you know I think I saw more Clemente jerseys than McCutcheon, which brings us to well before we go to current, I mean. Let's give love to the Flying Dutchman. Um, and then uh, what about, you know, Stargell or any of the We Are family? I mean, they, well, the, the main person Maz. there was Clemente. Uh, <laughs> right. So, uh, well, there is 79 yeah, to right, consider okay. as yeah, well. You're not going to put date. I mean, too many of them were doing drugs. Uh, <laughs> That's true. The uh, Poor character. <laughs> the uh, I mean, Honus Wagner, you're t- we, you don't see his jerseys because he didn't have a number. I mean, <laughs> no. uh, the, his uh, card's pretty valuable, though. Right. I mean, the, and the Pirates have had a lot of career players, the Ralph Kiners, the Archie Vaughns. You know, but and Wagner was considered the best player in baseball uh, for 20 years or so. Uh, but it's Clemente all the way. Yeah, all the way. I mean, the humanitarian face of baseball. You cross the so. Clemente Bridge to get to the ballpark. Right. The, the wall is 21 feet right, high, right, and right. he's second in line to Jackie to get his number retired across baseball. So, um, All right, but currently, I still have it as McCutcheon, but you could really just replace it with the black flag and skull and crossbones because what a terrible ending that is happening <laughs> right. I, to to this whole deal. And I, 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 as far as I know it right now, you tell me otherwise, he's still on the team. He's still on the team. I mean, and they're trying to make nice with him. Uh, the uh, There's been friction. He's not wanting to shift out of center field and stuff. Uh, I, he's still the face. Uh, Marte's their best player, you know, now, but uh, – the uh, McCutcheon is still the face of the team. And he's been on the cover of video games. He's in T-Mobile commercials. I mean... He's one of the faces of baseball. Yeah, they, they could not have ruined that any worse than they did. And I, I agree. You know, so... Uh, honorary mentions to Michael Keaton and then all, to, you know, Batman. And then also to maybe a wild poker card for, for all the times they've been in the wild card. <laughs> Zing. All right. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, next up, NL Central. Uh reds i think all time it's the big red machine like the nickname deserves the all-time face because this is one of the greatest nicknames of all time all right but (laughs) you can you can think that uh well why so with that i guess the (laughs) all-time face of the dodgers is the bums No, it's not the same. <laughs> okay. It's just not the same. Now, that said... you weren't there. You, you, it I wasn't, wasn't there. You didn't use it as a password to get in somewhere in uh, Nazi Germany. You didn't use it throughout World War II. I mean, <laughs> no, you can't say a nickname is the face of the team. <laughs> but that said, because I did, you can pull any one of those players from the Big Red Machine, right? No. No, all right. I'm I'm all ears. It's got to be Rose or Bench. I, like I said, you can pull them from. You said you could pull any one of them. No, you can't pull well, Dan Dreesen right. or Caesar Geronimo and say that's the face <laughs> of the all-time face. I wish of the it team. was Caesar Ger- Geronimo. Uh, 
I would I would happily give five dollars to if I was walking through Cincinnati and I said, "Hey, pert stranger, hey friend, who's the face of the of the Reds all time?" And they said, "Caesar Ger- Geronimo." I'm buying that person a coffee. Like well, I don't okay. care. Okay, I, I I would be prone to do that as well. Yeah. I mean, the I think if you're going to step outside of the, you know, I. I don't know how you can step away from Bench or Rose. Uh, well, and to that, I think it's Rose. Oh, I do too. I yeah. do too. Character uh, flaws and all. Right. Uh, he is Charlie Hustle, after uh, all. Yeah, and uh, but Barry Larkin has to get some love. Yep, uh, absolutely. Uh, different time. Uh, but I, I, Rose would be at the top of my list, but so close, Bench being so close. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Bench uh, remains active with Cincinnati, remains face in the franchise as now, well as baseball he's you know he's represented well well now you know neither of us mentioned joe morgan at all morgan didn't just play for the reds yeah 75 and 76 he was the best player on the big red machine <laughs> uh, but uh, he no joe morgan thinks that joe morgan is the face of the reds all time right. he's uh he's proud of joe morgan um all right so now currently uh, Brandon be, Votto? Yeah, I think it's still Votto. Over Brandon Phillips? Phillips has become such a marginal player. Now, I, I realize Phillips is uh, all over the media. I mean, you know, and he's tweeting and all this stuff all the time and has a sure. big following, uh, more so than Votto. And Votto's become kind of a crusty old man in well, recent you, years. Uh, you, you could make an albatross the right. the face of the current franchise. But, but yeah, I know. But yeah, exactly. Because Phillips is as well. We know he turned down a trade to the Braves. I mean, you know, he's right. like uh, they can't dump these salaries. And, you know, but Votto, you know, what we were making a case that Chris Archer could be the, the face of uh, Tampa because uh, he represents the next pitcher that's going to be traded. Uh, right. And that sense, Votto represents the contract you can't get rid of. That's that's true. I mean, he's he's top of the list as far as I'm concerned. Now that A-Rod's pretty much done. Cabrera's contract. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. He's but, paid until but, 3000s. But, that's true. With deferments, absolutely, he'll be paid into the next millennium. But the question is, though, uh, contract albatross, Votto has gone away from what got him that contract. I mean, he's a sabermetrics guy now. I mean, he's getting all that criticism for not getting the big hit at the right time. And, you know, you got to swing the bat in certain moments and he still chooses to work the count and get the walk and the whole thing. It's his process. It's his process. Sure. At least Cabrera, you know, he's swinging. Yeah. Oh, look, oh, yeah. I'm not putting the two of them in the same conversation. <laughs> okay, I'm just, Votto's the face of the Reds. Cabrera certainly isn't. Now, Across the board, it, you're going to pick a hitter from the Reds. It begs the question, who do you think is the greatest? You know, this is the oldest franchise in baseball. Who's the greatest Reds pitcher of all time? Oh, I know the answer to this, but I can't think of his name right offhand. Uh, pitched in the 40s. Um, I think he was Max something or not. Uh, it's hard to come up with, though. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, this guy was real good for, uh, for five or six years. I mean, you know, uh, but I can't remember his name. That's... Now, when you think Cincinnati Reds in the last, you know, 30 years, what pitcher would you, come to mind? You think of the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the nasty boys and all that sort of stuff. No, I mean, Sparky Anderson, does he get any love for nah, an all-time with, face? Or? Tigers just as long. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the Reds have had, you know, Mario Soto, and, you know, they've had 
some good starters, you know. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> there you go. All right, and then uh, last, but surely not least, but they're surely in last, um, the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, who do you have all time? Robin Yount. I have Robin Yount as well, but they'd like you to think that it's Hammer and Hank and in a Brewers uniform. <laughs> no, they know that. Robin Yount is... Hank Aaron would be Hank Aaron as a brewer would be alternate facts. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, all time though, we're talking uh, you know, Jack Buck earlier. I mentioned Harry Carey. What about the Uke? Okay. Uh that's yeah. That's fair, right? It's fair. But you know, that Robin Yount is significant to the franchise. I mean, Uke yeah, is yeah. entertainment to the franchise. And, and significant as well. Uke does more commercials. I, yes, he does. <laughs> He's uh, got a higher Q rating than any player in Brewers history. I, I agree with that. Uh, the uh, I think you can mention Jack Buck because I think Jack Buck was announcing Cardinal games before television was invented. I, you know, I, yeah. uh, he was there forever. Yeah, Uke has been there a good long time, but He's got the best seat in the whole place. Oh, he does. He does. And, you know, have a cold Miller Lite in that seat. Um, currently, can we say it's Ryan Braun still? Yeah, I, or? Think you, I think you do. I mean, he still leads their team in war every year. And he's, you know. But his his fall from grace was so dramatic that it seems as if they don't want to own him. I don't think he's so. beloved. I think he's right. still the face of the franchise. You know, I mean. They, Maybe it's Euchre, actually. Well, it's the current face yeah, of the that, franchise. That could be more. Yeah, you could also make the case for it's it's in the system somewhere. Um, by all accounts, they got they got talent in the works. So, and they overperformed last year. So, all right, there is your NL Central. So on to the National League West, and uh, let's open with the Los Angeles Dodgers because all time, good lord, is there any franchise with more viable options than the Dodgers? I mean, they're Yankee level number of great players and influential players throughout history. I don't think they're Yankee level because, all right, uh, name three significant Dodgers. Uh, name three Dodgers that you would put into this argument before 1950. Well, Jackie Robinson. No, I said before. Well, I mean, he's 47. I'm saying this plan in 50. Oh, okay. That 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 played and had their their right, star before years. Before forty five, before the war, before Jackie broke the color barrier, uh, I'd have a hard time do doing that. Right. I mean, uh, Dazzy Vance. You know, uh, <laughs> no, you, Red I Barber. Mean, the uh, it would be like Red Barber or Branch Rickey or the Dodgers know. were so awful for so long. I mean, Babe Herman. I mean, you know, they had some good ball players here and there. Uh, you know, Babe Herman is who. Uh, what's his name in the natural? Uh, bump. Uh, he was bump. Uh, mm -hmm. Babe Herman wouldn't slide because he kept a lit cigar in his back pocket. <laughs> the, uh, but well, uh, even if you go with that qualifier from 1950 on, oh, good lord, it seems like they closed the gap pretty quickly with yeah, some of the but, Yankee greats. Yeah, but you, I mean, the Yankees have a 50-year head start. I mean, the Yankees had a few people like Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig and Joe DiMaggio and a few people like this that played before 1945. 30-year head start. 30-year. They named the most significant New York Yankee before 1919. Uh, Chesbro. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't we, move the needle quite Jack like... Jack Chesbro won more games in a single season than any other player in the history of the game. Really? Yes. That is significant. All right. Well, enough of that comparison. Okay, right. Let's get to the answer. 
Who do you have all time for the uh, Los Angeles slash Brooklyn Dodgers? Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, absolutely. But God bless, I'd love to give it to Branch Rickey or Koufax or Red Barber. And really, what about Vin Scully? Oh, well, Vin Scully certainly goes into that conversation, uh, as yeah. does Red Barber. I mean, uh, I think we need to leave uh, announcers out, though. We can find, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we you could do it Detroit and Philadelphia, you know, there. Uh, but um, Jackie Robinson, however, I think if you ask the people of Brooklyn, who is the most significant Dodger of all time, they would have said Campanella. They, oh, you know, sure. Jackie was not beloved. Uh as much as some, I mean, because of his temperament in later years. Yeah. Uh, the, um, I, th- it's, it's the greater significance of, of culture that, you know, puts him over the edge, but you're right. It might be, there might be a different Dodger that is the greatest Dodger of all time. Right. You know, Koufax is the greatest right-handed pitcher, possibly left-handed, left-handed pitcher. Sorry. Koufax is the greatest left-handed pitcher, arguably ever, you know, and and mm. it's the same. I think that's the same argument as the Babe Ruth is the face of baseball, right? Beyond even right. the exactly. Yankees, like, yeah. I, I think same, but but we still have to kind of put Jackie there, Bob. I mean, it, he at least is recognized as a Dodger, you know, and that right. helped them in terms of uh, you know getting players and stuff and player development for years. I mean that that is the watershed moment, right? You know, because then post Jackie, they are a Hall of Fame franchise. Now you also have Evitz Field which is key to mention. I mean, you know, an iconic figure of baseball as well. And then, yes, Branch Rickey. I didn't give love to Branch Rickey when we were talking Cardinals and inventing right. the farm system. So he's got to get some. Uh, and, and your favorite recent Harrison Ford role. Right, right. Like this is how you think of Harrison Ford in his later years as Branch Rickey and not Han Solo or Indiana Jones. So there's that. Currently, though, for the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw. Oh, it's Clayton Kershaw. But no, uh, seriously, Kershaw could be the all-timer in it, that conversation if they win a World Series while yeah, in mean, his prime. Kershaw still has, yeah. I mean, uh, it'll be hard for him to replace Jackie Robinson. Or anybody, for that matter. Yeah, uh, I mean, for anybody to replace Jackie Robinson. Uh, right. I, I don't know how that's going to happen. But let me ask you this. Who is the face of the Dodgers in Los Angeles Los Angeles all-time? Uh, Fernando. You think so? I don't think it was I there long. So. I, uh, you know, uh, he and Hershiser were both there about the same amount of time. Uh, you could say Lasorda, though. I know I have Lasorda on the on my list. Uh, now, it could also be Koufax too. I mean, because right. Koufax was in Brooklyn, but he wasn't any good till I got to L.A. You know, he, oh yeah, was to he wasn't it. Sandy Koufax until he's an L.A. Dodger. Right, right. Well, and you could also say that you know, current face of the franchise within L.A. might be um, uh, Adrian Gonzalez because of the rich latin uh fan base that they have there um you say that so fernando mania is a thing and when you oh, oh i know, you it, know. Was, it was but I, I don't know we didn't say hideo nomo though and that's no, kind of didn't. significant the tornado all right well clayton kershaw though seriously like <laughs> end of discussion all right jumping to their uh uh to their biggest rival up there in the bay area the san francisco giants um, all time again, not much argument. I would think Willie Mays. Correct. All right. What of Bonds? What of McGraw? What of McCovey? You know, McCovey was pardoned by Obama. Oh uh, yes, so. I do. Uh, and McCovey is perhaps more beloved in San Francisco than is Mays. Yeah. Uh, Mays always has this kind of connection with New York. Um, 
Although, I mean, his great years are in San Francisco, but he's uh, always somewhat connected with it. The catch, uh, the catch happened at the polo right, grounds. Right, so right. there you go. Uh, Bonds can't forget everything else. He was with Pittsburgh for too long. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it can't. When you're looking at people like Bonds and McCovey, I know McCovey went to the Padres later, you know. And Mays, Mays went to the Mets, you know. Didn't he play in Oakland, too? No, I think okay. it was. Uh, McCovey may have. McCovey bounced mm-hmm. around a little bit there. I think he may have. But, uh, no, I can still remember seeing Mays, I think, in 73, running with his hat coming off like it always did and just not getting there. You know, <laughs> yeah, was, was, and that was the Mets. Yeah, it was painful. Uh, Very much so. But now, as we're talking, who is your all-time New York Giant? I mean, if we're talking the franchise, there are— McGraw. Yeah, I mean, it's McGraw's manager and then Christy Matthewson. I mean, right, the, sure. The uh, they are kind of the uh, Belichick Brady uh, <laughs> the uh, combination, uh, and McGraw is certainly in baseball history as important as Willie Mays. Was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, he's he's responsible for the only other canceled World Series. Yeah, right, right. So there you go. All right, and so currently, again, this seems pretty obvious is buster posey yes I, I think so too although there'll be a lot of people would give mad bum uh some props but it's buster posey i mean he saves money by <laughs> switching to insurance and uh, you know clean. And yeah he, he eats uh the <laughs> chicken from the booth and he washes his socks and sleeps in, the, in his locker yeah washes his socks in the uh hot tub I mean, yeah and he can deliver babies because he's that's great that's true that's true <laughs> He's great in the clutch. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Mad Bum deserves a look. Uh, but then you see him, and he's basically <laughs> the opposite of the Bay Area type. Right. Buster Posey is a pretty guy. He's a good looking man and a little more eloquently spoken. And <laughs> yeah, so his Q rating is a little bit higher. And you know what? San Francisco loves him. I have a dear friend of mine who lives out there, Joanne Vanderbilt, at all things Bay Area sports. And they really. They kind of say that uh, she she certainly says this, that you can take all the rest of them, you know, go ahead and trade Mad Bum if Crawford were to leave, so on and so yeah. forth. Buster's got to be there. That's their Chipper Jones. So And they he's got a name, Buster. Yeah, that's a great name. And, and you know what? Yeah. Joe Buck does love Madison Bumgarner, though. So there's that. Good for him. Um, all right. So now the Arizona Diamondbacks of Arizona. Um, all time. Who do you have for all time? Louis Gonzalez. I do as well. Well played. You know, I thought about Randy Johnson for a long time, but well, what's your case for Gonzalez? The if I'm thinking of their the moment I'm going to see them in history, it's his little blue pit over second to win the World Series. The bloop. Uh, I mean, I think you certainly could make an argument for Johnson. You know, he is still their all-time accumulative war leader. Uh, I right. think Brandon Webb is next. Uh, yeah, that's the, true. Uh, Gonzalez played for a lot of other teams, you know, uh, Astros, and Astros. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I still think it's Gonzalez. By the way, you're talking about their all-time war. You want to know something strange? Always nineteenth on the Arizona Diamondbacks all-time war accumulative war leader. Nineteenth overall. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, Inciarte. Yes. Oh, that's great. Oh, I nailed that. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, yeah, it's just kind of odd. I mean, I still think of him it's as a, young... being a, a year away from being a rookie or something. <laughs> yeah, well, he's 
young franchise to say the least. Right. Um, and, and there's, there's your case for Randy similar to Jason worth, maybe in Washington, uh, with the nationals. Um, Randy Johnson is what solidifies that as a legit franchise after they, their expansion year, they go out and spend all that money on Randy Johnson. And suddenly the diamondbacks are instant contenders. Right. Um, but I think so. by the way, uh, along some of your arguments, like the big red machine or, or Wrigley field. Well, I guess we should say the swimming pool is in Arizona. Right. Absolutely. And you know, they already want a new stadium, yeah, know. you know, the, the, the disease of, of more is just, it's an epidemic now with these stadiums and owners, but, um, yeah, Randy pitched a perfect game there uh, against us. They actually pitched it here, um, and uh, but he also he hated the spotlight. That's something too, you know. I mean, face of the franchise, Luis represented the 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 Diamondbacks well, even what ahead hat of. Does he so. wear in Cooperstown? Uh, Randy Johnson. Let me look that up for you. But I believe it to be Diamondbacks actually. So I think it is too. Um, all right, and then currently for the Diamondbacks, I mean, it's got to be Shelby Miller. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt might give him a little bit of a run. Right, sir. Do, do you think that Goldie is is uh, Madison Avenue material? I mean, does he have a commercial right now that's national? Not that I'm aware of, but uh, even people that have nat, uh, national commercials, they have, like, local you know, our areas that they're big in. I, but a lot of people don't, I mean, he is playing in Arizona too. You know, Hank Aaron played yeah. in Milwaukee for a long time. Nobody knew who he was. Randy Johnson wears a Diamondbacks hat okay. in the Hall of Fame. So there's something. But yeah, I mean, you know, Goldie. I mean, you know, maybe it should be just great a, hair. Great hair. Maybe it should just be the image of a terrible contract which, with uh, Grinky's name at the bottom of right, it. Right. So, Or it could be one of those prize booths where cash just kind of shoots up from the fan. <laughs> right, that you can't catch it. <laughs> right, exactly. All righty. Um, and a shout-out to Will Novak, the best uh, Diamondbacks fan that I know. I hope you guys put it together and become a the contender you were supposed to be because it would be a shame for Goldie to not factor into a postseason at some point. I, I and he may be gone. Well, yeah, you know? no, there is that too. I don't have any uh young franchises. I, I don't have any pity for them. Well, right, sure. But it, you know, it's They haven't suffered enough. <laughs> no, if anything, not not at all. I mean, right. you, you win one of the greatest World Series ever on a bloop single to put the knife into the right. <laughs> proverbial Yankees dynasty. Um that's enjoy that for a while. All right, the San Diego Padres, uh, all-time. Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. What about um, currently, though? Is it just a bunch of GMs trapped in an elevator? No, I'm going to give it to Will Myers. Yeah. I mean, uh, the— uh, The hometown kid, sure. Right, he's the young guy, that, and he's their star. The, uh, but what about just San Diego, period? Because they're the only game in town you now. Go again. I, well, then I guess we, <laughs> we should give it, you know— let me see. Why, why don't we give it to uh, military uniforms? Uh, or the weather. The uh... <laughs> Great weather there. Give it to a surfboard. Jeez. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, Will Myers. Will Myers. But how how crazy it is that they are now the only game in town. It's a, an amazing city, and they can only hold on to one sports franchise. So. I know, I know. Um, you know, were it not for all of these horrible moves by their soon to be, uh, you know, outgoing general manager, could it have been Justin Upton? Could it have been 
you know, I mean, well, Justin Upton, I, I think of more as a Diamondback than I do as right. Uh, yeah, the uh, Gonzalez, Adrian Gonzalez was there oh, for yeah, a minute. Adrian. Uh, I mean, uh, they, you know, Winfield was there. You know, Ozzie Smith was there. <laughs> That's you know, true. Uh, Nate Colbert was Fred there. McGriff. For a, yeah, I mean, they, they've had uh, good ball players for a significant length of time, but nobody's like. Gwen, right? I mean, he, yeah, absolutely. You know, he's like Ernie Banks, you know. Well, I'm thinking, you know, Upton's currently playing. Had he stayed in San Diego, if they had, you know, signed any of their, you know, or kept any of these these players that they made all these huge trades for, you know, you know. If they had kept Winfield another well, ten years. You're going years. back to you're going back too far if you're talking Dave right. Winfield. Yeah, well, or if they kept Ricky Henderson, you know, if, you know, they've had a lot of good players go through there. But, That's true, Gary Sheffield. Right. I mean, yeah. but the uh, Craig Lefferts. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Tony Gwynn, no question. And right. we we choose we, Will just, Myers, you know, because, because they got nobody else. They got nobody else. But I, what I'm saying is, I wonder if an Upton, you know, somebody that's gone through there in the last five years could have been that that uh, uh, that face, but. Anyway, I don't even know why. Why conjecture? Um, all right, and finally, the Colorado Rockies, and you can't hate on me for picking their ballpark as somehow or another either their all-time or their current face of the franchise, but I do have a player for both answers. Um, starting all-time, who is the face of the Rockies? I say Todd Helton. Absolutely, the Lion. You're right. Great uh, nickname. They called him the Lion. The, uh, he's there forever. The uh, I think he started and ended there. Yep. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any question. Certainly yeah. not a pitcher. No, definitely not. It will never be a pitcher. Um, and then currently, got a lot of good options. You do. Uh, I think it's Arenado. I do as well. Uh, um, I mean, but Blackman and uh, even Trevor Story kind of represents yeah. what they're becoming and stuff. I mean, uh, Cargo. If, yeah. If Tulo hadn't have left, you know, I mean, he, you know, he would be in the argument. Sorry yeah. about that. Uh, but I That's think fine. it's Arenado. I think it's Arenado as well because he's also just flat out the best player. Yeah. So right. um, that rooftop bar though that they have uh, in uh, the 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 right center bleachers is just a trendsetter. I'm not going to anoint it the face of nothing. Good. But just know that it's a trendsetter in a positive direction for a ballpark that does not do anything positive for the team as far as on the field. So. All right. Well, they, their batting averages. Well, there is that. Yeah. So it's where hitters go to shine and pitchers go to die. So, right. Um, all right. So there you have it. So who's your face of the National League overall? Oh, I hadn't thought about that today. Today. Um, I'm inclined to say Buster Posey. Uh, yeah. No, but it, I'm going to have to say Kershaw. Which yeah. in, I mean, Bryce Harper though too. Can't leave him out of the discussion. No, you can't. But I think you have to be accomplished uh, to be the face right. of the National League, uh, and he's a little bit too much of a punk, too. Right. Yeah. That, that's good for baseball that he is. I'm not taking that away from him. But, Makes baseball fun again. Yeah, but if you want to be the uh, the face of a league, you've got to be Kershaw like. Yeah, or Buster Posey like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then all time for the National League. Um, I guess it has to be Jackie. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I guess. Uh, Clemente. And, well, I mean, no, it's not. It's not Clemente. I mean, is my favorite player, but it's not Clemente. I, I'm going to take Aaron before I take Clemente. 
That's uh, who I thought of as well. I mean, and uh, I I think Musual gets into that argument. Yeah. Uh, the uh, but uh, and as does Willie Mays. I I, um, I I can't. I don't see Jackie Robinson really as representing the National League. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's more of one of these guys that represents baseball. Uh, but no, so I, if I have to pick somebody right now, I'm going to go with Hank. I'll go with the hammer as well. Because yeah. this is an Atlanta celebratory episode in a lot of ways. So right. let's give it to the hammer. All right. And so so there you have it. The faces of MLB past and present. Um, this is good stuff. We should do this again next year. All right. Um, so finally, coming into home. The Hall of Fame announcement, uh, after all was said and done, we got Budge Rodriguez, we got, um, and then Bagwell and Reigns. Many, many props to Tim to Tim Reigns. We didn't mention him with the no, whole Nationals Expos I, franchise. I did. I mentioned uh, The Rock, The Hawk, and The Oh, Grove. that's right. You did. You did. You went by nickname strictly. That's a fair point. Fair point. So, um, you know, we predicted Reigns and Bagwell. I, I thought it would include Hoffman, though he did show very well. It looks like he'll definitely Five be there. votes away, I think it wasn't. Right. So what of the surge in popularity for one Mr. Barry Bonds and Mr. Roger Clemens? Well, I mean, I think we're seeing a the voting electorate change. I mean, you know, as the the people that are voting, it's a, a different group. And the right. younger ones coming in seem to... Uh, give these guys a pass for that. Uh, well, Verducci did a great and article. I think like him more I, than you know. Absolutely, I think like Verducci as well. But he he did an article on his vote for this year, and yeah, we're for they're not they weren't there for that steroid era and how it, it affected the game itself. You know, I mean, you talk about time and time again that if character has something to do with the hall of fame vote you should take out ty cobb you should maybe even take out babe ruth um but you know bonds and clemens are guilty of what changed the outcomes of the lives of players trying to make it in the big leagues and it just kind of bothers me to a sense that it's getting uh swept under the rug because of revisionist history Oh, it does me as well. I think, um, and I do think the Hall of Fame is probably much to blame for a lot of this, for not giving right. the writers instructions. Um, I don't, we have now, for a long time, uh, or for, not a long time, for a year, everybody's been saying, well, we probably already have people in the Hall of Fame uh, that were juiced, and they were talking about, Piazza. There was nobody yeah. else that's really there with suspicions, you know. Now you have Bagwell and Pudge, though, right? So uh, that have joined, and I mean, so that waters down the you know the uh, argument even more, right? So, uh, I mean, and there were large suspicions about both of them. Uh, I mean, and I th Pudge is mentioned in Conseco's book, I think, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's and to take. A felon for his, you know, I, I don't know, but he seems to have, have hit all of the ones, you know, correctly that he does mention in his book. Um, yeah, Canseco nailed it in yeah. ways that no one gave him credit for. No one gave him, yeah, no one believed him. Right. Uh, so I, it, it's a hard line to cross. I mean, I, I told you this year I would not have. I would have just voted for seven people because right. I would have left three people off who are Hall of Famers. Right. Uh, 
But that said, it is. I mean, Pete Rose is all over Cooperstown. Sure. All, he's in the Hall of Fame all over the place. He right. just is not honored with a plaque, and he doesn't get to go to. Uh, you know, doesn't give the that, speech. Uh, yeah. uh, hotel and stuff. Yeah, I mean he did. Um, so the uh, and so Bonds and uh, Clemens are not allowed that. I I would be okay with that. But it does look like they are moving up. Anybody that's gotten into their percentages now, uh, with I think with the exception of Jack Morris has. I mean, with X amount of years left, has gotten in. Well, over 50 percent or something with X amount of years left. Well, since it's going to become an open campaign now, since you're going to see who votes for what, there's the double edged sword of the ballot being public. My hope on the positive side of things, because, yes, props to Tim Raines. You know, he's the victory for sabermetrics in the, the Hall of Fame voting process. But let's get on the on the campaign trail for Fred McGriff. I'm Once ready. He got, he's only got like one year left, I think. I yeah, maybe. I mean, I and he's too far away. I yeah, twenty five percent vote for him every year, but he's not going to get in. He should be now. Maybe. Uh, I mean, there you heard a lot. They have an old timers committee. I mean, you know, they're supposed to go back and, and correct sure. these things. But the last person they put in was Mazeroski. Uh, the uh, and uh, I don't exactly know what their criteria is or anything, but. You're going to tell me that Bill Mazeroski was a better player than Fred McGriff? Yeah, good, very good point. Uh, the um, so well, you know, I mean, it, it that that all being said, we've had some tremendous classes of of Hall of Famers the last few years. Does this class of Bagwell, Reigns, and Pudge move the needle much at all? Would it move the needle in like? What way? Would you clear the path? For no, 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 no. Would you, the casual fan, be falling over yourself to go hear the speeches this year? Oh no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I um, um. I mean, it's the weaker of the classes of the last four years. Well, I, I was not, I didn't have a you know a real fondness for any of these people. Right. You know, that. Uh, that are going in this year. I don't have anything against them, but it wasn't like I was a big fan of any of them. Uh, next year, I might have more interest in going. Uh, right. The uh, Even though I don't really care to hear Vladdy Daddy's speech, who will probably be giving one next year. Uh, you know, but you might hear Chipper give a speech. Uh, I know. Chipper, <laughs> so. I, I, I would like to hear. And Tommy uh, could be interesting as well, uh, provided he makes it in. I, uh, next year, the thing that's going to interest me the most is to see how many votes Andrew gets. He seems to be right. one of these people that like reigns that could, you know, uh, Andrew Jones of the Atlanta Braves for those who don't right. know him on a first name basis. Oh, oh okay. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, he could make it over time. And I think, you know, the, now that the fielding metrics have improved and whatnot, people are realizing what a great ball player he was. Yeah, yeah, it, it, absolutely. He's he's one, he's first in line. It would seem to get the bump from from modern sabermetrics. So, well, congratulations to Bagwell and Pudge and to Tim Raines. I mean, still well. They are each one of those. I agree is a Hall of Fame baseball player. And I agree so. as well. All right. Well, a, let, let me say one other thing. Where as we're condemning Pudge for having probably been juiced or sure. uh, the suspicion at least being very high. Um, you don't think, uh, I mean, of what performance-enhancing drugs do, you don't think of them really as improving your fielding. 
that much. Uh, I mean, it may in some ways. Uh, it keeps you on the field. Longevity, absolutely. I mean, and, yeah. uh, that's where it would have helped Pudge. I mean, Pudge played 150 games behind the plate uh, in Texas. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, he, next to Bench, he's the best center field, I mean, best catcher I ever saw. Yeah. And he was defensively. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, again, his release throwing out a runner at second was, you know, I mean, put it on a poster and frame it and hang it in a museum. I mean, it's, it was that good to me. So, all right. Well, coach, thank you as always. Thank you to everyone who is checking out the podcast on soundcloud.com slash running the bases and on iTunes, or you can listen to us through the SoundCloud app as well. Uh, be sure to go to runningthebases.com to see all things and hear all things running the bases. Um, and uh, we will see you next time. Coach, the next time you and I convene, we will have a Super Bowl champion. And let's hope we're going to a parade the next day. How about that? There you go. All right. So for Coach Bounds, this is Tucker Wells, and this is the Running the Bases podcast coming into home. And we're safe. Coach, rise up. Rise up. <laughs> all right.